Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Zelensky and the courageous Ukrainian people, and the wrong conversations. All right. So I scan the media, the news, reviewing the horrors of the weekend. Just nobody's willing to engage in the right conversation, so I give up. So today's general manager is apathy, ennui, cynicism, uh, nihilism. I don't know. Call it what you will. I don't care. Apathy, ennui, cynicism. Or nihilism. Or nihilism. The four horsemen of the board apocalypse. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I just find the news so discouraging. Big finish here, my sick. Yeah. Come on now. Pow. Hey. Whoa. Look out. Hey, do you listen to that show where they talk about nihilism all the time? That's a good show. <laughs> 
know. I know. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, I suppose you're going to tell us what you think the conversations about all this stuff should be at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I just, uh, you know, it's probably naive and stupid, but one of the reasons I enjoy this job so much is I feel like maybe, perhaps, we can do a little bit of good. Uh, you know, perhaps steer the national conversation in a healthy direction, but then, you know, some days I think, nah, please, you're standing on the shore telling the hurricane to turn around. It ain't listening. Hmm. <laughs> But that's all right. I mean, that doesn't mean you, you need to be negative and sad and the rest of it. Uh, I had a lovely weekend, for instance. Uh, it says, you know, life is good sometimes. <laughs> yeah, not always. Yeah. No. Um, it beats the alternative. Does it? I think it does, yes. I wouldn't know having only had the one experience. I have not as yet been croaked. As Shakespeare said, this is not the worst of it, as long as we are here to say this is the worst of it. So it can always get worse, as long as you're alive. <laughs> well said, Bill. Well said. Uh, you know, one thing uh, One thing I do think that has been left out of the conversation, and we can get into the particulars. Um, suicide's way up. Mental illness is way up. Crime is up in all kinds of different ways. Homicide's way up. Mm-hmm. Anxiety. Try to get uh, an appointment with any mental health professional of any kind for anyone in your family. Just try. See how much luck you have. It's impossible. And it's hardest for youngsters, from what I understand. So there's a whole lot of unhappiness, stress, something going on in the country. There was before the pandemic. The pandemic clearly exacerbated it, made it worse. And... uh you know, that's got to play into all this. It has to. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, clearly. Clearly. There's, uh, huh. it's it's tough to describe exactly the cloud that seems to be over our society and, and several mm-hmm. others, for that matter. Um, uh, but we can talk about that as the show progresses. Um, you know, I'm thinking about the, the Buffalo shooting, and obviously it's a horror and a tragedy and, and, and sick. But I believe it is the product of, in, in, in part at least, A, the national tendency toward hysterical rhetoric on all sides. Yeah. And B, the modern hubris. It's, it's, uh, I'd, I'd have to think about this. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, 18-year-olds of the world. Congratulations on attaining quote-unquote adulthood. But I'm here to tell you as a friend, you, like me, don't know squat. You are a child. The idea that you can make permanent decisions about your own life is farcical. The idea that you've become so convinced of one cause or another that you should be empowered to affect or end, God help us, other people's lives is is bizarre and sick. You don't know anything at 18. And, and and without being cruel, I wish there were a way we could re-embrace the idea that experience matters, wisdom matters, and not every crackpot running around has the right to spout that opinion and be listened to generously. We need more shut up that's crazy. Also, the uh, shooting in uh, church in Orange County that could have been every bit as bad as the one in Buffalo Mm -hmm. if the people hadn't been able to tackle the guy and 
tie him up. Yeah, he was just not as good at murdering people. And yes, I'm fully aware of the horror of that phrase. What was that? There was one more point I wanted to make. Oh, you know, and it's just another example. And I don't know what the hell can be done about this. But I mean, I could come up with some fanciful idea. Uh, Unicorns are real. Not like in an ironic way. Um, but I mean, seriously, unicorns are real and they are using their horn to stab people in the belly and kill them. So unicorns must be stamped out uh, just off the top of my head. Uh, I could easily find 10,000 people around the globe who I could convince uh, of the truth of that and they would become militant in their activism. I mean, that's one of the worst, sickest mm. parts of the Internet. Right. If, if I trotted that idea out in my circle of friends, my wider circle, my professional circle, if I walked down the street, if I went to church, if I stood there in Wrigley Field and tried to convince people of that, I would get nothing but derision and rejection. And that would be good and healthy. But no, you go on the web and you will find that 10,000 lunatics and you will you know, go off and do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, I had a talk with a uh, mom at the park over the weekend about how uh, she thought it was unique that I'm convinced we were better off before the Internet. Certainly on these aspects we were, where you couldn't get freaking crazy people together with a couple other crazy people to convince each other that there was a bunch of them and that they were part of some major movement, which clearly has power, as we all know, feeling like you're part of a movement as opposed to mm-hmm. just one crazy person alone in an apartment. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a drag. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fascinated by the whole and I have been since 9-11, just the whole idea of people getting radicalized. This guy, they say, was radicalized by 4chan, 4chan comments. He got bored during the pandemic, started reading 4chan, reading all about replacement theory and all this different stuff and got radicalized. Who are you people that get radicalized by nut job stuff? The rest of us read nut job stuff about, you know, uh, murdering a bunch of Christians because you're going to get all these virgins in heaven if you're a jihadist or replacement theory or whatever it is you're motivated by. Um, the rest of us would read that stuff and think, who are these nut jobs? Yeah, Typing I, this, but who are you that, that automatically, wait a second, that tickles an interest in me and you go down that road. Who are these people? Yeah, I'm trying to, well, I'm trying. This is impossible. I would like to be able to picture myself as a 16-year-old coming across that sort of thing uh, with the lack of wisdom, with the passions of a 16-year-old. And um, I mean, well, it, I, it, I, I think it, I would have said to my dad, what, blah, 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 blah. And he would have said, no, nah, that's a bunch of crazy people. It doesn't make sense. Have been the end yeah, of it. you're right. You're right. That's true. Mm-hmm. What to do about it is the next question. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Let's start the show officially. It's certainly not letting that scary Poppins chick censor, you know, uh, social media. That ain't the answer. No. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is How Did It Already Get to Be Monday, May the 16th, the year 2022, or Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. At Mark. The makers of Barbie have introduced the first ever Barbie with hearing aids. It teaches an important lesson. It doesn't matter if you're deaf as long as that body banging. (laughs) I thought Saturday Night Live was particularly funny. I feel like Saturday Night Live, if they eliminated the couple political things they did every week, would be just Saturday Night Live of old. And I feel like it's getting less traction because of that, because so much of America has decided they just want political views 
reinforced by Saturday Night Live as opposed to sketches about all kinds of random stuff that are hilarious. Yeah. Which they've yeah. had many of uh, recently. Like uh, laughing out loud funny stuff that I've seen on Saturday Night Live. Really enjoying it. Well, and it just goes to show, speaking of, you know, you get into these uh, bubbles and you, you get uh, pulled along to a place you probably shouldn't be. The idea, if you were to just go after the common foibles of politicians, like satirists always have. I mean, from like the Roman times through Mark Twain and uh, on and on, uh, you got all sorts of material on both sides of the aisle. Just, you know, keep it uh, more or less even keeled. They'd be enormous. Anywho, um... Got some good Ukraine stuff today. Several pieces I came across over the weekend by former generals or people who make their living strategizing about military who think the Ukrainians are really in a great position to do some serious damage to Russia's plans, which is very exciting. And a diagnosis of Putin's ills. Oh, yeah. Wow. Man, oh. No kidding. Be nice if he keeled over. Back to the horror. Let me hit you with one thing that we'll have to discuss coming up. Did you see the big Rolling Stone piece that is making the uh, rounds? Uh, I'm not sure. The Buffalo shooter isn't a lone wolf. He's a mainstream Republican. Oh, my God. And they go into great depth on that. Yeah, think- the New York Times had a somewhat similar article, but they at least tried a little subtlety. Do you think that makes more division more likely or less likely, that sort of article? Of course, they would feel like they're just... Calling a spade a spade. Need to need to make make it clear to everybody that a mainstream Republican is for murdering people as they shop for groceries on a Saturday afternoon. That's what mainstream Republicans are. Ah, if right. they're black, that's right. Yes, yeah, for racial reasons. Yeah, that'll turn down the the heat. Exactly. That'll turn down the hatred and rhetoric that's leading exactly. to the death. Good job, Rolling Stone. Jeez, maybe I am in favor of censorship. I got to think about it during the commercial break. How does mailbag look? No, who cares? All right. It's it's fine. A couple of couple of good thoughts, definitely. Uh lots of stuff on the way. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. NBC without with new polling over the weekend. Some pretty uh, standout numbers in uh, approval ratings and right track, wrong track, and that sort of stuff we could at least take a look at. Uh, the White House got caught in a giant lie from their Twitter feed that they had to walk back over the weekend. and makes you just wonder who's in charge of that sort of thing. And uh, one of the best thinkers on military stuff declaring the Battle of Kharkiv has been won by Ukraine, and it's a major turning point. Hmm. Maybe we'll get into his analysis at some point. Yeah, and if you haven't heard, you know, it's unconfirmed that the diagnosis of Putin, uh, Jack, you're going to be the expert in this, but it checks a lot of boxes. Hmm. So uh, stay tuned for that, if you will. And if you ever wanted to see Megan the Stallion's entire bear bottom you had your chance at the billboard music awards last night i'm looking at the picture holy cow how is that just not nudity you know i'll pass but thank you Uh, oh oh also if you've ever had a milkshake at the arby's in bellingham washington Mm, i haven't um get a vomit bucket ready what Hmm. i like arby's i like milkshakes i like washington (laughs) you're not gonna like this not even a little here's your freedom loving quote of the day 
I got a couple for you. This one, this one, man, you could do a college class. You could do a college education on this. James Madison said, liberty may be endangered by the abuse of liberty, but also by the abuse of power. In other words, liberty must be maintained and nurtured by both the people and the government in both directions all the time. Well, that's complicated. The idea that you can abuse liberty with liberty. Think about it. It's like self-abuse. Kind of, depending on which kind you're talking about. And then I like this one. Thomas Paine. He that would make his own liberty secure must guard against, must guard even his enemy from oppression. For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach to himself. That's a good one. Now, Jack, that's what you're always pointing out. How crazy do, do the Democrats have to be? Or, you know, perhaps the Republicans in some cases to not realize that as soon as the administration changes, this is going to come back and kick him in the mouth. I think they do know that, but they pretend not to because their electorate is so freaking stupid. They can work them up into a partisan lather without anybody thinking logically for even a minute. Anyway, mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. KP in Michigan writes, happy Monday. Just wanted to point out the obvious that any day of the week can have the A suffix. Well, yes, KP. Yes, it can. But that doesn't mean it does or should. People say Fry-yay and it catches on because they're happy. But nobody says Munyay. They called Alexander the Great, all right? Nobody says Carter the Great or Jerry Ford the Great. You know why? Because they weren't great. Nobody says Munyay because nobody says yay about Monday. <laughs> Fry-yay. <laughs> oh, this is great. From Canonymous. Guys, I'm coming out. And I thought it was fitting to celebrate my coming out with these rainbow themed cupcakes. They are right, they are light and fluffy, just like me. That's right. I'm coming out as cake gender. For example, cake gender. Um I know a few people who personally use this. Um it's typically described as them feeling light and fluffy or sweet and warm, and it's not something that you could typically describe with the terms masculine, feminine, androgynous, etc. No, it's cake gender. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think we may have taken the wrong angle on that gal. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I, I think we left out one of the right angles. The idea that a mood is your gender mm. or how you feel is your gender. Right, yeah. I mean, it's just like I remember you bringing to the show once the idea that, uh, you know, the, the Hollywood stars, they get married, divorced, married, divorced, married, constantly. It, well, in Hollywood, getting married is like going steady. It's like giving your girl your class ring. Uh, they just define it differently. Mm. Uh, anyway, I don't know. thought that was interesting. Uh, oh, my gosh. Do we have time? We probably don't. My all favorite story. Very, very brief, illustrating the incredible courage of the Ukrainian people and what it's like to defend your own home. Oh, wow. That sounds like a great story. We do have a lot of good stuff to catch you up on from the weekend. Hope you can stay here. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. British military intelligence reports that despite that kind of bombardment, Russia has failed to achieve substantial territorial gains in the past month. And it's likely Russia has lost around a third of the ground forces it committed to the invasion of Ukraine. That's something. You you lost a third of your ground forces? In a couple of months, in a war, you were expected to just roll over everybody? Wow. It's a cataclysm. I mean, strategically, it's it's unimaginable. Good. They're still murdering uh, children and raping old women as much as they can, but uh, the Ukrainians have the upper hand strategy-wise. More on that coming up in a little bit. So this got, I forgot to mention this last week. He got tweeted out like Thursday or Friday, and I had it in my list of things to talk about, but... We were so busy. What were we talking about a lot? What happened that was so weird? Something sports-wise. Hmm. A weird baseball thing happened? Well, we didn't talk a lot about that. The, the guy who made his major league debut oh, didn't yeah. throw a single pitch. Right, there was that one. Anyway, White House tweeted out, when, pri- when President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available. 
In the last 15 months, the economy has created 8 point with every million jobs, blah, 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 and all this you know, positive stuff. That first sentence, when President Biden took office, millions were unemployed and there was no vaccine available. First of all, that whole, there were a lot of people unemployed and you turned it around as the pandemic ended is a pretty big stretch in terms of reality, but at least you can spin it that way. The there was no vaccine available part is just a flat out lie. That's just yes. not freaking true at all. As a whole bunch of fact checkers came forward and said, hey, we're not going to let you say that. I mean, fact checkers of left, right and center said, hey, you can't say that, including pointing out that the day before he took office, there were a million people got vaccinated and then had been that way for for a while. Um, it wasn't ramped up to where it was going to be, obviously, but that was just a, it had come on the scene fairly late. Yeah, so the reason I bring this up is is mostly because here you got a guy who is going to run on, you know, we're going to get back to normalcy, no more of these lies and crazy tweets. Okay, you just flat out stated something that everybody knows isn't true. So why'd you do that? Yeah. Which I think leads to these poll numbers that I wanted to mention, too. I really think this is a factor. President Biden is now at a record low in the NBC poll. Also, he's hit record lows in other polls. He's now at the exact same spot as Donald Trump was at. Wow. 39% in the NBC poll. And I got to believe some of it is, you know, uh, people who voted for Trump weren't going to approve of him. Anyway... Um, some lefties are disappointed that he's not progressive enough, I suppose. But you got a big chunk of people, I'm certain, that thought, you know, I'm just voting for normalcy. I want things to go back to normal. And it hasn't. It hasn't. Sure. You just put somebody in the White House press secretary position who believes white people are inherently racist. You say things like there was no vaccine when you got elected. I mean, just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, a skilled politician could bring p- enough people along, even if, say, they were a progressive that's d- a little disappointed and he's not lefty enough. You could bring those people along. You could get them to approve of your performance. But, you know, Biden's just terrible. He's, he's terrible at virtually every aspect of this job. Can you imagine, though? I mean, cause yeah, that, that tweet was just astonishingly dishonest. But can you imagine you're, you're one of some White House aide, you know, you're on your way up, you're feeling good about your career, and they come to you and say, all right, uh, Jim, uh, Jenny, you're a job. What we're going to put you in charge of is coming up with the rationale for Democrats to hold on to the House and President Biden to get reelected. And you're like, wait, what now? No, no. How about you put me in charge of, I don't know, uh, uh, getting rid of inflation? No, we want you in charge of coming up with the rationale to reelect the president. How about I paint the White House single-handedly, the whole damn thing? How about you hit me with bats until I'm dead? No? All right, then. I'll get to work. What an impossible task. A couple other things out from the NBC poll over the weekend. The right track, wrong track. Is the country headed in the right direction? Right track, 16%. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> that What's is the record? Low. That is low. Oh, my God. I said, you kidding me. Wow. The problem with that always is, as we point out, is that half the people that say we're on the wrong track think we need to be socialists, and half the people <laughs> that are on the wrong track think we need to be all Republicans. So it's, it's not everybody in an agreement on why we're on the right track, but wrong track, but. No, no. I was braced for a low number, but 16. That's crazy. Hey, before I get to some of the other numbers, I just saw Elon Musk just tweeted. 
He's praising Netflix for their new policy. Have you seen that? We got to talk about that later. That's awesome. No. Yeah, what's Net- the story? Netflix has an awesome new policy that hopefully catches on and becomes a thing for companies around the 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 entire country. And Elon's right; it's worth praising. Maybe we'll get to that next segment. It's a good one. Um, the NBC poll: abortion should be always mostly legal, sixty percent; always mostly illegal, thirty-seven percent. That's what the number has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. In the first trimester. After that, no, not so much. But here's the one I thought was interesting. Of single-issue voters, abortion is the number one issue. Guns is second, followed by border security and climate change. My biggest quibble is, who are you as a single-issue voter? That seems like a really, really weird way to vote. Wow, you're hmm, enthusiastic, perhaps to the point of being obsessed about one particular topic. Um, mm, So, number one is abortion, you said? Yeah. Um, right now, I mean, it's the hot issue because, sure. you know, what just happened. Do they split that among uh, pro and anti? Good point. They did not. I mean, because I've known plenty of people who are really hardcore pro-life. Oh, absolutely. Will not look beyond a candidate's nope. stance on that. True. And and you got the lunatic screeching nonsense at the Supreme Court about how this new decision is going to drive women into the back alley, which is just fictional. Do you want to hear Netflix's new policy since I brought it yeah, up? Yeah, why not? That Elon sure, yeah. is praising? This needs to happen all around the country. The streaming giant Netflix added a new artistic expression section in their corporate culture guidelines. First time they've updated it since 2017, and this is what it says. We let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices. The company added that even if we find some titles counter to our own personal values, they will stay in our selections. Depending on your role, you may need to work with titles you perceive to be harmful. If you find it hard to support our content breadth, I like that term. Nice. If you find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. GTFO. Get the F out. (laughs) Netflix's new policy is... If you're such a snowflake that you can't handle working at some place that has a TV show that you don't like the politics of, then maybe Netflix isn't a good place for you to work. And that needs to be the policy every freaking where. Amen to that. Amen. Go work at Google, yep. Oh, I almost used a bad word. <laughs> there, they left. <laughs> Please stop using gendered language in our Netflix offerings. I love that. So from now on, when there's a bunch of people saying, I'm going to quit if Dave Chappelle's special airs, yeah, that's a good idea. If, If you're bothered by the show. See, we're in the business of getting as many people to watch shows as we can, regardless of what's on them. And if you don't like that, then this isn't the right place for you to work. But nice knowing you. <laughs> but I don't like that title. I think it's harmful. Well, adults understand. Different people see the world differently. And that's not only okay, it's a good thing. So unwad your panties, pack up your ass in a cardboard box, and go. Yes, Netflix. Well that's done, fantastic. my friends. If you find it hard to support our content breadth... Netflix may not be the best place for you. <laughs> you are a child. Go do something else. How, how has it taken so long to get there? And that needs to be the policy at McDonald's and Walmart and everything you can think of. Yeah, I was just reading uh, an article over the weekend. It just got started on it. I got to dig it up. But the, the gist of it was that uh, so-called conservative activist investors are pushing back hard against corporate wokeness. 
they're they've found their footing and are saying, you know, to the the Coca Colas of the world, hey, that's not the business we're in. A lot of people disagree. They're good people of good conscience. How about you stop spitting in their faces? We're here to do business. And so, um, is it possible that the 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 woke tsunami holding the exclusive sway over America's boardrooms could be at least uh, waning? I certainly hope so. It's got to. It's it's not sustainable. Speaking of companies uh, changing policies, McDonald's announced earlier today that it would quit Russia completely. After 32 years of having thousands of restaurants in the country, they're pulling out completely. You know, they'd shut down there briefly at the beginning of the war, but they've decided they're out. I got to believe that's going to happen with a lot of American countries as they think things ain't changing for the better there anytime soon. China, you're next. To which Russia replied, don't come back until your ice cream machine works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. The, the lighter side of Russia. So uh, speaking of which, again, uh, if you're in the Seattle area, the Vancouver area, specifically Washington, you've enjoyed milkshakes at the local Arby's. We have a story you really need to hear. Not good. Oh, not boy. pleasant. Oh, my. I feel, I, feel like oh, I, I feel like I already need to distance myself from the oh, story, and I haven't even heard it yet. So unfortunate. Mm. And uh, we will take a look at some of the success the Ukrainian military is having against the, do you call it the Russian military and military? I don't know what you call them. And this, and we'll pay this off in just a second. Under heavy bombardment, Ukrainian soldiers were hunkered down in a forest, and I've seen this news report. One of them, a young woman, is doing something on her phone. When asked what she was doing, she explained, and it practically brought a freaking tear to my eye. Okay. It really illustrates what it's like to defend your home country versus being sent by your jackass dictator president to go beat up your neighbors. If, you know, morale is to equipment uh, as three is to one, as Napoleon said, I think in this conflict, maybe more like five to one. I think Joe has crafted the best teasing of a segment we've ever had. I couldn't tune out. I, I do this for a living. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to legally tune out. But even if I was just listening, <laughs> I would have to stay here because it's all next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Show. It's going to be Mavs Warriors in the West Conference Finals of the NBA as the Mavericks blew out the number one seed by 40 points yesterday. Oh, my God. In a game seven, that, that just does not happen in game sevens. Wow. Who'd they beat? I'm not following Phoenix Suns, who won 64 games this year. Wow. Way got, to bring it, Phoenix. Way whoa, to show up. That is rough. Yikes. Wags. Uh, so an update on what's going on in Ukraine uh, throughout the show today, of course. And uh, I want to talk about the alleged Putin diagnosis. But uh, under heavy bombardment, Ukrainian soldiers are hunkered down in a forest waiting to counterattack at some point. One of them, a young woman, is doing something on her phone. When asked by the reporter what she was doing, she says she's sending math homework to all of her fourth grade students. Oh, boy. So they don't fall behind. That is rough. Now, you picture... A woman in that position, defending her homeland, risking her life, and not not like risking her life, kind of, really risking her life, making sure her students are doing their math homework, and showing up in that way, in spite of the circumstance. You know, I'm tempted to contrast that with how miserable we did uh, educating our students during COVID, very different uh, circumstance. But we are so safe, we are so comfortable, we are so self-indulgent in this country. And We just, are, we are, I am, we all are, and you, you can't blame us, because uh, we can't blame us completely. We should be able to uh, have the ability as grown-ups to realize how lucky we have it at some point. Right, right, and you'd think you would recognize that and say, okay, what's that doing to me? Probably. What is that? Uh, I mean, there, there are many sayings throughout history that uh, uh, that uh, dealing with success is much more difficult than dealing with failure in a lot of ways, morally speaking. Um, and you'd think we'd be more hip to that. We'd be thinking about that more. Although, you know, it's a truism for a reason that that good times make for soft people. 
And soft people make for bad times. Bad times make for tough people, and tough people make for good times. It just it may be an inescapable cycle. Certainly could be. I got to tell you, on a less dramatic uh, way of handling, and I'm going to use that to illustrate to my son how important math is, <laughs> as, he, <laughs> as he never can figure out why he has to do it. Uh, another Ukraine story I really like. So they have this big, like, American Idol, but they don't call it American Idol because it's not America. All over Europe, the entire European Union does European Idol. It's called Eurovision Song Contest, and it's very, very popular show. Well, anyway, They've been doing that since I was a baby. Yeah, I was aware of it because we were living in Italy, and my, oh. my parents got the records. Oh, cool. But it's so a, we have those in the collection. It's been around forever, and uh, and people really like it. Well, anyway, a Ukraine act won the Eurovision Song Contest. As European viewers and juries delivered a symbolic endorsement of solidarity behind the country, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is a very, very cool. I mean, the the whether it's the moves of Sweden and Finland to join NATO or, or Germany abandoning its its cowardliness for years and years, uh, just it, the move toward unity is just astonishing. And the opposite of what uh, Putin expected, it's just it's something to see. It's a shame it has to cost so many Ukrainian lives. Yeah, the downside on the whole NATO thing is that the rules of NATO are you have to have everybody vote. It has to be unanimous. And Turkey, Erdogan, who's an authoritarian himself, says Turkey's not supporting Finland and Sweden joining NATO. So they got to try to figure out how to get over that. Wow, he just wants stuff. Yeah, he probably. is a cold-hearted bargainer. Oh, speaking of cold-hearted uh, leaders... Uh, so the the deal on Putin, and it's speculation, but tell me how reasonable you think this is, Jack. He has a, a blood cancer. He has uh, one of your, your lymphomas or leukemia or something like that. And uh, a friend of mine who's a doctor had read an article and was uh, explaining to me the ins and outs of it, but he said it fits. It's not necessarily true. But the uh, sitting 100 yards away from everybody mm. during COVID, that was more than COVID paranoia. He's doing chemotherapy. Right. Yeah, it could, certainly could be. And I, you know, I speculated last week that that whole rounder, puffier face he was getting, maybe he's taking prednisone, which is one of the things you have to take through chemotherapy. Exactly. Yeah. And the blanket in the lap because he's easily chilled. Oh, the rest yeah. Of it. Yeah. I remember when I was I had a blood cancer. If you don't know that story, uh, I was walking around in a hoodie on warm days. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that absolutely could be it. Um, hope so. You, rarely does anyone hope somebody has a really bad cancer and that the chemotherapy doesn't work. But I think in this case, the whole world can rise up and say, I hope the cancer wins. I was just reading where uh, all of Putin's hot, hot daughters and wives and ex-wives and the rest of it are starting to get ID'd in Europe in a way that they never have before. Mm. That uh, the Internet has come to the uh, the aid of the authorities trying to figure out who's who exactly because it's been incredibly secretive. And and they mentioned that you remember old uh, what's his name Berlusconi in Italy. He was the guy who threw the bunga bunga parties. <laughs> right. He was the prime minister for a cup of coffee and uh, probably an espresso in, in Italy. And uh, and he uh, he was doing a press conference with Putin because he, lo- he loved Putin. They were buddies. Uh, they had similar tastes in partying and women and the high life and wealth and the rest of it. And at one point, a reporter for a Russian news outlet, and there was some independence in Russian news outlets at that point. Uh, this uh, reporter said something about... Uh, we have heard that you and your wife of, of 25 years have divorced. Uh, 
Uh, is that true? And Putin said something about uh, uh, it's 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 a disgusting thing when the snotty nosed he actually used that term the snotty nosed and voyeuristic people want to know personal details about and Berlusconi pantomimed machine gunning that reporter. Whoa. From right next to Putin there at the podium. And uh, the next week, her news outlet shut down because of financial problems and was never seen again. Wow. For merely asking the most unintrusive of questions about Putin's family and his personal life. Got to admit, I wouldn't have asked that question. So as hot, hot model daughters who've been living the life of Paris Hilton, if she had twice as much money, are now starting to get outed and cut off, well, which that's is a kind of amusing. Crying shame. Yeah. Love it. So there was some awfulness over the weekend. If you followed the news at all, you know about that. We wanted to get into some of the different angles of the conversation that has erupted since then. We'll probably do that to kick off Hour 2. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.